Hey everyone, this is GM Rex here, and this is another edition of GM Rex's World. Despite basically being on lockdown, well, more or less, you are. I am on lockdown, so my governor of my state of Massachusetts has declared a. No more than 25 people in a public, ga public gathering at once due to the COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus. So, that has put a dampening on a couple things going on in my life in terms of my open mic nights, as well as um, a couple wrestling things, um, as well as my comedy battle royal. So... Yep. But the good news is I do have a backup plan. I'm going to be doing two stand-up specials in my basement. The first one will be called The Laugh Shelter, and the second one will be called um, Performing Under Quarantine. So those will be coming out within the next two weeks. I'm uh, looking forward to performing them as well as to be honest, writing them, but mostly it's just kind of my material that I've already used, um, just, but performing under quarantine might be a little more of a, a different show, um, I have a little more planned for that, um, that'll make it very interesting, and more humorous, and, you know, during these very strange times, um, I'm sure we could all use a little cheering up, so I'm going to be doing my best to do that. Um, but there was still a lot of things that happened, um, relatively speaking. Um, you know, like Disney World, Disneyland, every Disney park is shut down. Um, I don't even think you can fly anywhere right now, as it stands. Um... It's, uh, very intense. You know, like, there's a shortage of toilet paper. There's a shortage of hand sanitizer. I've checked, uh, I was, I, w I was up at Walmart yesterday, um, and there was no soup, no bottled water. It's, uh, a couple celebrities have it. There was a James Bondress. James Bond actress, she has the coronavirus, as well as Tom Hanks and Idris Elba. So, wow, it's crazy. You know, we've had these epidemics and this and that before, but with measures taken like these, I've never experienced this in my 33 years in existence. There's been blizzards that have shut down a couple things. There's been an ice storm that shut down a few things, but when it's like this and it's on pretty much a global scale, it's really, you know, but I'm not going to live in fear. I'm just going to sit tight, go out when need to, and that's it. Um, won't be able to really go on any walks. I don't think, um, but I got my weights, so 
I'll probably just be doing that for exercise more than anything else. <laughs> um, in regards to Pinto and Rex's Intergalactic Elite, um, that will still go on as planned. Um, because all I have to do is pick up my co-host Pinto and bring him to my house so we can record, and then I bring him home. It's or he hangs out here for a little while. We play a couple video games, or we just do whatever, watch TV or something. Um, so that's that's still gonna go on as planned. And if you didn't hear it, um, Saturday is when I was able to finally upload it. But we recorded it on Friday the thirteenth. Um. It went really well, and we decided that we're going to be keeping um, his droids, Siri and Rexy, on the show as regulars for the time being. Uh, excuse me. Because they do interact with us. Um, if you've heard it, you, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it was really fun. And so... He's got some special stuff he wants to plan for this Friday's episode, so I'm looking forward to that. And um, I think one of my, I think uh, the laugh shelter will be this week as well. I just got to figure out what's the best day to do it, which there really is no such thing as a bad day at this point. Um, but yeah. So that's what was going on with all that stuff. If you haven't checked it out yet, uh, Pinto and Rex's Intergalactic Elite is now up on Spotify and Anchor. Um, so yeah, I had to make another Anchor. We're also on Instagram. Um, there's a Facebook fan page out now. There's a YouTube channel in the works. Um... We got all kinds of stuff going. Um, and, like, it, it's not stopping this. It's not stopping my other things, or, or his other things, for that matter. If anything, us working together with what we're doing is going to hopefully help with these. So, that's our initial intention, is as well as helping ourselves as a collaboration It'll help us as individuals to get us, you know, more followers, listeners, subscribers, you know, everything that we can get. <laughs> and um, we're still planning on going to Disney when it opens up. You know, luckily we've planned this so much later on that we shouldn't have an issue. Knock on wood. So... Um, you know what, I guess that's enough about that, because I am just sick of talking about that damn virus. Um, let's get on to the good stuff, shall we? Oh, shit, I just realized there's no movie badass failure. Huh. Thought I, thought I had that covered, but I guess not. You know... 
I'll think of one as I go along. So I guess we'll start off with new figures. If there were any, which luckily there was. It came in the mail last week. It was the Storm Collectibles Mortal Kombat 3 Sub-Zero. Um, how's phone ringing? Um, you know what? Hang on one second. No, I'm not answering the phone. I never answer the house phone. Just because I don't tell anyone to call it, so no one's ever calling for me on that thing. Ugh. I need to light an incense here. Let's get this going a little bit of a uh, meditation station. So, but yes, this MK3 Sub-Zero from Storm Collectibles, man, Storm Collectibles hits it out of the park again. I mean, as if there was any doubt. <laughs> Um, you know, I never doubt it for one second. I mean, it's just a repaint of the Scorpion with, um, ice accessories, but, uh, still cool, you know, like, I preferred those over the, um, I prefer these over the actual... Original Mortal Kombat 1 slash Mortal Kombat 2 ninjas. They're bigger a little bit, you know. Um, they look more jacked, which is good for these guys because John Turk was a pretty decent bodybuilder. Um, but yeah, they look great next to each other, the Scorpion and Sub-Zero of the MK3. And I'm not saying the original two don't. Oddly enough, I have them all like right next to each other. And um, but by comparison, I I do like the MK3 ninjas better. Not that I'll be getting rid of the MK2 ninjas. I just need to move them somewhere else once all the other ninjas come out from Storm in MK3 form. <laughs> I know I just rhymed there. Um. Pokemon Shield Progress, I got all eight badges. I don't know if, you, if you've if you listened to Pinto and Rex's Intergalactic Elite, you'd know that. I finally did it. Yep, all it costed was art quality. <laughs> um, there's a meme of Ash winning the tournament, finally, like, being league champion. And it's the Infinity War reference, like, did you win? Yes. What did it cost? And because the more newer animes aren't animated as, like, well as they were more recently, they're kind of going for more simple style. The answer was art quality! And, uh, I actually like the newer art style. You know, it's kind of got that One Piece vibe to it. Um, but I just don't watch it. I just like how it looks. Um, I only just play the games. So now... Yeah, they're saying, oh, well, you could fight the champion, but in the meantime, just hang out in the wild area. So that's kind of what I'm doing, is doing that, and I'm just going to be doing all these raid battles just to get all these candies to level up, and um, level up on my own as well, just by battling things, catching new things, um, you name it. And... By the time it all goes down, you know, 
I should be ready to take on all the bigger challenges. And then also I'll have the, uh, I'll have hopefully been able to access the pass for the upcoming DLC coming out for it. Which is cool because, yeah, this is the first Pokemon with DLC. It's got some extra missions and stuff that you can do. And you can catch more Pokemon. Um, so that that should be fun to do when it comes out. Uh, but uh, I'm going to have plenty of time to play games now. That's for shit sure. Uh... I'm going to go out of my mind. I already am, if I'm being honest. Um, let's see. Yeah, so there was that. So that came in. And then um, I, I'm that far in uh, Pokemon. And then Vegas Toy Con still happens. And they showed some new WWE stuff. Let me see what I can find here. Um, oh yeah, by the way, happy 316 day, it is, uh, March 16th, 316, Stone Cold Day. Um, it was also another day, but I can't remember what it was. Stone Cold Day is more important. Alright, I gotta find it. It's going to take me a couple seconds here. Alright. So mostly what they just did was... Um... Oh, shit. This is some interesting news I just found out. Jushin Thunder Liger will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame this year. Wow. Game changer right there. Well, you know what that means. There could be some sweet WWE figures coming out of uh, Mr. Liger. If he signs a merch deal. I mean, those Storm collectible figures are amazing, but... I don't know. Oh, I'm still going to get one of them. I, re I was thinking about the Black Liger, but... I saw its price, and I'm thinking about just the standard... Jushin Thunder Liger. Um, so they showed a couple of Elite 77. Like the standard version of Ravishing Rick Rude. The Walmart chase of uh, Classy Freddy Blassie. AJ Styles. Ronda Rousey. Um, and it's been confirmed that Rick Rude will come with a cloth accessory robe. Oh, and they also have um, prototype carded pictures of Masters of the WWE Universe Series 2, which comes with Faker John Cena. Um, what else? Oh, he's all they show. Huh. Or at least that's all this account shows. Let me see if I can find something from uh, Ringside showed anything about Vegas Toy Con. 
Probably not. Oh, they they did, and uh, there are gonna be some basics coming out. I guess that's noteworthy. Um, but the Ronda Rousey Elite will be coming with a her uh, her little kilt there, and I still got to get her ultimate figure. She's that's the only one I'm missing besides that in series four of uh, Becky. I mean Sean and Brock haven't been able to exactly go out and get them because uh, nowhere around here has them, and I haven't really been meaning to spend the money on them yet. Wow, there's a what is it? Oh. Basic 107 Braun Strowman. <laughs> that is a pass. It's supposed to be a bigger shirt than a tank top, but they just painted over the tank top torso. Like, ah, basics just, ugh, they sicken me. They used to be so much nicer. I, I, I figured just drop them at this point. Those in the stupid two packs. Just make two, just make elites. That's it. That's all people want. Elites and Ultimates. Just give us that. Won't cost as much either if that's all we're make if that's all they're making, I think. They always say, Oh, it's not that. Okay, well then what is it? Because that's what it sounds like to me, is just no, you want to make all these different lines. No, just focus on the only line people care about, and that's the elites. Seriously, if they focused just solely on the elites. They wouldn't have distribution problems. They wouldn't have issues with this, issues with that. If they just make every figure in the style of Elite, it's easier to keep track of. Because then you got to make the basics, you got to make these stupid little kitty ones. and No, just focus on the Elites. That's all the ones people want anyways. Like, when you try to do the cheaper things, it just falls on its face. The Masters of the WWE Universe, however, I will give those a hall pass. I have the ring with the John Cena and Triple H, and I'm not going to lie, I love them. I like. I, I wasn't supposed to like those, but god damn it, I got the ring because it looked gimmicky. And I figured if I was going to get it, I'd get it with the two, free, the two bonus figures. Started playing around with them, and I was just like, I did have a huge He-Man collection as a kid. These are WWE He-Man. I think I'll start getting into it. And it, they're, they're relatively good enough to find because they're Walmart exclusives. And luckily there's a lot of Walmarts. So. I think I will be investing since the retros are gone. And they're kind of like stomp figures too because they're gimmicky wrestlers that are... Yeah, you know what I mean. Gimmicky wrestling figures, and I like that kind of stuff. So, the ring is really cool. I love the detail on the turnbuckles and just the aprons because it's all like Castle Grey Skull kind of styled, and it just looks like a really cool ring. You could use it for anything, and it's actually in pretty good scale for elites, like in terms of where the ropes are. Like it's not a spring ring or anything. Ugh. But yeah, um, I did see them. The Masters WWE Universe. I just kind of passing on things right now just because of what's going on. What, what's, what's going on. 
but when I see them again, I'll pick them up, so, and I already covered coronavirus, because, yeah, that's, yep, and, uh, this is the wrestling what if, is NWO was attempted today. This is actually a very short and sweet one. You want to know what happened if the NWO was attempted today? It would not succeed. You want to know why? The internet. Um, internet was still relatively new back in the day. Not everybody had it when the NWO happened. So I think if it was attempted today, we would already have known about it. We would have already kind of been anticipating it and this and that because it would be like, oh, well, they're going to bring in three, two guys from an opposing company because let's say it's two people coming from WWE to AEW. Well, let's just use AEW as the example of trying to do an NWO. So AEW has two guys from WWE. It starts with one interrupting a match. And then another one shows up the next week and they tease a third man and we would have already known that it was going to happen like oh so and so these two guys signed contract with AEW. We're just waiting on their debut. And then one of them will show up and try to do the Scott Hall bit. They'll be like, oh, well, we knew he signed a contract. So, and then when the second one showed up, oh, we knew he signed a contract too. And then the third man would be somebody who had already been there from for a little while, but was originally from WWE. And they would have been like, you know, by the time the third guy was ready, well, to come out and look like he was going to save AEW, we would have already assumed, well, that's probably the third man. Might have been a little shocking to the general audience, but I don't think it would have had the effect on the business today that it did back in the 90s. And yeah, it would have probably been more of a forgotten thing because, you know, they've attempted it a couple of times. Like, TNA tried to do it with Immortal and it just didn't work at all. Aces and eights didn't really work. Nexus, you knew it was kind of scripted. And, you know, it was just... Even with releasing Daniel Bryan for actual stuff he wasn't supposed to do, it was just really... You knew, like... So... And that's the problem with, I hate to say it, but like, internet and wrestling. They can do a lot of good for each other, but they can also do a lot of bad. So, you know, um, I don't know what's going on next with, um, but so no, that's what would have happened with NWO trying to be started in today's day and age. It just wouldn't work because there's just too much knowledge out there to find out and kind of 
piece it together as it would be happening and it wouldn't have that effect on you. Whereas the 90s, it was a darker time in terms of knowledge about things backstage. Whereas nowadays, I'm not saying we have the complete story, but usually we have a rough idea. And, well, it's kind of easier to figure these things out. And we know they're under contract and this and that. Or back in the day, it was kind of like the Wild West. We can't really do that nowadays. So if it try, if it was attempted today and never happened before, it would have been a bad idea. But for the for its time, it was a really good idea. But even when you look back at it and watch it, you're like, oh well, yeah. There's subtle. There's things you missed as a kid, and when you watch it as an adult, you're like, okay. But still, even back in those times, the adults were still, yeah, this is really good, you know? And, um, and it was shocking at the time, because, yeah, you couldn't really, because, you know, they're always going to give you news articles about WWE on the internet, even when you don't want them. As long as you have a smartphone, you're going to find out things. It's just simple as that. Um, so yeah, that's what would have happened if the NWO was attempted today. And Tales from Wrestling Stuff, my first indie show, 1999. Oh boy, I was a 12-year-old kid. Um, I got my stepdad's grandfather had just passed away and I'd come out. And he goes, uh, hey, do you want to go to wrestling in a couple of weeks? And I was like, oh, what? Like, Raw? Monday Night Raw? And he's like, no, no, I, uh, we got tickets for this one in Wilmington, which is near Papa and Grammy's house in Reading. So, a couple of weeks go by, I go, you know, we go to the venue, it's a Shriners Auditorium, I think. And, um... Right at the door, there was Captain Lou Albano signing eight by tens. So I was, I knew who Captain Lou was, and I was like, "Oh, I want to get his autograph." He's like, "All right." So we went over and we got Captain Lou's autograph. Um, I wish I still had it, but uh, I didn't know better. And then I got, and then you know, I remember there was a battle royal. There was a main, you know, there was this main event and the main event. Uh, the heel in the main event was called The Graduate. Um, and there was this guy, Delicious Dave Vicious. Um, trying to think of some other names. Tony Atlas was there. Um, Silvano Souza. Um, And I remember Silvano Souza got hit in the head with a piece of plywood by the graduate. And he got busted open. I remember that was the first time I ever saw rest, uh, blood at a live show. And um, it was also my first indie show. 
as I mentioned, but I had gone to WWE back when it was in the Boston Garden, before it was called TD Garden. Um, you know, I'd seen WWE there a couple times, including a cage match between Macho Man and Shawn Michaels, and because um, Jake the Snake couldn't make it. And um, so, with that being said, I um, where am I going with this? <laughs> so. It was a fun show, and then I also got um, Delicious Dave Vicious autograph. He was kind of a local guy. Had a good look to him. And he had like a female valet that was kind of, she kind of had a China vibe to her. She was just really tough, you know. And, um... Tony Atlas faced Delicious Dave Vicious, and Tony Atlas won. And then there was this guy, the Boston Bruin, who looked like Goldberg um, in the Battle Royal. And I mostly just sat up in the bleachers with my stepdad that show because I had never gone to a show before. And uh, there was this wrestler called The Outlaw. Um... Another guy who was French, and he was in the Battle Royal, and people were really getting mad that he was in there for as long as he was, and they kept yelling, Throw the Frenchie out! So that was the the biggest like inside joke between my stepdad and I for the longest time, was, Throw the Frenchie out! Um, so... Um... What else happened at the night? Oh, and I also got Killer Kowalski's autograph that night. And he choked some manager, I think. I wouldn't have been surprised if it was Johnny Fabulous, a.k.a. John Cena's dad. Um, it could have been. I just don't remember. <laughs> um, I never paid attention to managers back then. There wasn't a lot of merch... Um, you know, there was 8x10s that you could get for intermissions, and that was pretty, I think there was a couple t-shirts, and maybe some, like, WCW race cars, but it, it didn't get better until I went, like, two years after that. In 2001, but unfortunately, uh, Delicious Dave Vicious had passed away since then. And they had done a 10-bell salute at the next show in 2001 for him. And it was kind of sad, because I was telling my friend who I was going with, along with my stepdad, that they, oh, it was this guy, Delicious Dave Vicious, he was pretty badass, and this and that, and... I can't wait to see him again, and then... I go there just to find out he passed away. But, you know, I'm going to share that show, what I did at that show, for next week. Um, I think it was called Atlantic Wrestling Federation, AWF, both times. And um, 
Another thing that happened at the show in 99 was um, I wanted to shake Killer Kowalski's hand and his promoter wouldn't let him. And that I remember that kind of sucking. And uh, that was the only bad part about that show was I didn't get to shake Killer Kowalski's hand. And that, that meant a lot to me considering he was a Polish wrestler, and I'm 50% Polish, so that would have meant a lot to me. But don't worry, it did get a better ending, so to speak. Um, and I'll touch on that next week. I guess it's a two-part story for a Tales from Wrestling stuff, and you know what? That's perfectly fine. It'll make it more interesting. Um... So, now that I've had time, movie badass failure. Alright, I'm, I'm jumping into Disney with this one. You ready for this one? Turbo. Turbotastic. From Wreck-It Ralph. I love Wreck-It Ralph, okay? Ralph Breaks the Internet? Fuck that. I hate that fucking movie. I hated it, alright? They should have just... Kept it at Wreck-It Ralph. They should have kept it. It ended perfectly. It was beautifully done. Ralph breaks the internet. No. Because they ended up going from video games to more or less just the internet in general. And I liked it because it was just about video games. So it made the first one so special. Um, and... Why I chose Turbotastic. Because. Simple. He corrupted all these games. And. All these racing games. This and that you know. Turbotastic. Turbotastic. He was this menace. And he just disappeared. But he was really, he had secretly become King Candy. And he glitched the data in Vanellope Von Schweetz's character profile. Because she was supposed to be the princess. So he became King Candy, this and that. And so he was this master manipulator. But when he came back as Turbotastic and it was finally revealed it was him. He pretty much just gets killed. So, like, yeah, he had played the long con, but you figured somebody with this kind of power would have put up such a bigger fight. And it really wasn't. You know? He had he had caused all this chaos, and the arcade had, like, never been the same since with racing games. And then all of a sudden, oh... He was King Candy the whole fucking time, and he fell into the fucking volcano thing. Just like that. And I was like, damn. You know? I'll admit he's a great meme. Turbotastic. I would love to do that in, like, a bunch of video games. Just, if you could somehow get an animation, like a video clip of him just driving by and Turbotastic, like... You're about to beat, like, one of the hardest levels in Contra. And then Turbotastic, and just all these fuck-ups like that. Like, 
So Turbo, unfortunately, had to be this week's movie badass failure. But then again, this is Disney movie, and they don't want their villains to necessarily be a badass. So, there are... Oh, shit, yeah, I... Dude, I keep forgetting I have Disney Plus, and I can watch this shit whenever I want. Ugh. Silly me. Well, then again, I'm really busy at the same time, too, so... That's another reason I don't do as much on Disney Plus, but I'm going to now that I have all the time in the world practically because I'm on lockdown. Can't go for a walk, so I got a weight lift, so I'm just going to look like Goldberg by the time I come out. I'm able to go out in public, and I'm just going to be like, Bah! You're next! You know? That was a terrible Goldberg, and I will not try that again unless practicing better. So, yeah. And lastly, in Mortal Kombat Mobile News, let's see. This week's character is the Kraken Reptile. Um, I still haven't got him yet, but I am on the last tower. So, it's only a matter of time. And um, I'm trying to think if I earn... I, I did try to get a few card packs here and there. And I think I fused my Tigrar Fury Goro, which is cool because it's nice to have a fused Goro card. So he's been fused twice so far. So that's a good card now. And, um... I I was actually just using him in the Outworld Characters Challenge because that's one of the towers. That is the fourth tower. You have to get... Um, you know, I'm just going to look up... Let's see. Oh, and there was another trailer, by the way, for uh, Scorpion's Revenge. An R-rated trailer, like a Red Band trailer. Um... And it showed a little more about the movie, obviously. And it looks amazing. So, let me see if I can find here what's going on with Kraken Reptile. Um, what you get for beating the, you know, like... The hard challenge, and then the other challenge. Um, well, I, all I know is, yeah, I, I'm not really interested in powering up my Kraken Reptile, so more than likely it'll be... Um, he's just more for quests. Uh, unless he becomes a 10... And then that's a different story, but I have a lo I have a long way to go to before fusing him because I haven't even fused him yet. So I still got to finish the tower, which I'm I'm on the fifth tower now. Um, I'm also going to be doing a lot of those free offers that are just discovery, which is all you have to do is just download the app and run it, and then you get like two souls. I have like a thousand of those to do. 
So I'll have a pretty good turnout in terms of soul currency. And uh, considering I'm not going to be going anywhere for a while, um, I'll more than likely be playing a lot of Mortal Kombat Mobile, MK11. More, but actually more than that, Fire Pro Wrestling World on my PS4. Um, I'm making a Lucky Pro Wrestling roster on there. I actually just made Vern Vicalo last night, but I've downloaded some alumni that have been at Lucky Pro before. Or some people that are currently there, like Alicia Edwards. Luckily, I was able to find her. Um, but like alumni like um, Dominic Dijakovic, uh, Retro AG, Josh Briggs, Tessa Blanchard, um, People that have been guests there before, like Lodi from Raven's Flock, Stevie Richards. And um, I've been talking to one of the owners about this roster. And I'm like, should we include people that influenced Lucky Pro? So then we got into the topic of that. So, And just people we want that are like fantasy people. So like, that we'd love to see at Lucky Pro. Which are like New Jack, Raven. Uh, well, we kind of joke about New Jack just because LPW is more of a family show. But um, we still wish that there would be some way we could have New Jack. Even if it was just for like... Yeah. Like, maybe he could be a manager for one night. Something. I don't know, but... We were just trying to find a way to squeeze New Jack in there. So we, we did him and then people who aren't around today, like, but who had a great influence on LPW, like Triple Threat. Um, so, like, Chris Candido was obviously a name. Um, I tried to look for DC Dillinger. We couldn't, I couldn't unfortunately find DC Dillinger. Um, but, yeah, we just kind of looked into that. And um, just people that aren't res involved with wrestling anymore. But, like we said, had an influence on LPW one way or another. So. But yeah, so I think so far we have a pretty good roster of who's already out there. So now it's kind of just making new people on the roster. And so, um, Vern Vicala was my first one to make... And then next I'm going to be probably doing um, The Walking Riot, Kellen Thomas. Because um, he is the current LPW world champion. So um, I also did make referee Tony S. Um, I made the original LPW ring, the ring we current that they currently have with the red apron, black turnbuckles, and then the one red rope in the middle, and then the top and bottom ropes are black, um, and then the light blue apron, well, the light blue, light blue mat, ring mat, so, um, that's the current ring that they use, so I chose that, as, so, but I am going to be working on a custom ring with the LPW logos on it. Um, I just need to figure out how to do that because I suck at trying to do it right now. And um, I probably need to use Photoshop on my laptop to make a decent files of those so I can send them over 
to fpw.net properly because right now they're not letting me they only just let me upload them as logos so i don't think i'm doing something right on the file format but i somebody showed a tutorial on how to do it so i am going to be looking at that a little better wow all right uh, i'm going to wrap this one up so um you know, I think I'm going to do something a little special, uh, which is, all right, you know, the world is on lockdown, and now it's time for the podcast to lock down for the week. Over and out.